Hello and welcome to the Liberated Heart Podcast. This is Cassandra Vincent, your host, and I am so delighted to have you tune in today. I'm really excited about today's topic, but before we get into that, you know, the Liberated Heart Podcast is a place where you can come and be fully encouraged. Uh, The Liberated Heart Podcast is designed to empower women and men to live their best God-designed lives with purpose, with clarity, with the freedom and love that God has Uh, blessed us to have. And so here I share biblical truth, practical tips, uh, ways to really use effective tools for personal growth as well as spiritual development. So the Liberated Heart Podcast, it is in fact, it's life-giving guys, you know, and transformational. So I am just so glad that you've tuned in. And uh, one of the the base scriptures for this podcast is uh, Matthew chapter 621 for where your treasure is there your heart your wishes your desires that on which your life centers will be also and so that's why we really dig into what our hearts hold and making sure that it is in fact liberated from anything that is designed to keep you in bondage to keep me in bondage to keep us in bondage the liberated heart is an expression um, where we are embracing the journey of freedom in Christ because indeed we are free in Christ uh, and indeed the Lord has given us uh, the 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 liberty and the opportunity to really fully live in that freedom. So again, I'm really excited that you're that you've joined me. Uh, if you've listened and t- or tuned in before, you know that this is a transparent space. Uh, I'm definitely sharing with you some of my low times and some of my personal experiences. But at the end of the day, ultimately, I pray that. My transparency is simply a opportunity for you to get transparent and real with yourself and that perhaps you can relate to uh, the story or the experience that I might have had uh, and so that we can both grow from it. Uh, God is so good. So anyway, let's dig right into it. Today's topic is so, so vitally important to our everyday lives. Um fix your crown fix your crown are you really embracing who God has made you are we embracing who God has made us like are we embracing the glory of the title in which the Lord has given us so you know can we agree that and that evolving into the woman that we can be proud of is sometimes overwhelming. You know, sometimes, um, better yet, sometimes being the woman God desires of us uh, can be a bit overwhelming. (laughs) That's if we're doing it in our own power and not in God's power. You know, the reality is, is that oftentimes we are overwhelmed uh, at times in a good way and then sometimes in you know in other ways with this daunting task of filling the roles that we have in our lives we're wife we're mother we're student we're daughter 
we're this, we're that, we're so many things to so many people. Um, And sometimes those roles sort of, you know, fog, fog up the reality and the truth of who God has made us. So again, I'll, I'll pose the question, you know, are you embracing who God has really made you? I have to ask myself that every day. I have to ask myself that in situations where I might feel less than or inadequate or perhaps I'm guilty of something. Um, But anyway, if you take all of the experiences, good and bad, and you add them up and you look toward your future, um, it can be extremely exciting and scary at the same time when you think about who you're becoming or evolving into or who you are on a daily basis. So, you know, for some of us, depending on where you are in life and, and what you've experienced, you know, perhaps you've allowed life and the Holy Spirit and God to really and Christ to really, you know, build you up and you're confident, confident of who you are and you are and who you're evolving into. And if that is if that's your case, then you know what, um, that's an absolute blessing. If you're absolutely confident in who God has made you, then high five, I'm giving you a virtual high five. Uh, but I know that in a lot of cases, uh, people uh, and women in particular are can sometimes struggle can, can sometimes struggle with owning or embracing who God has created us to be. Let's not, you know, make any mistakes about it. <laughs> Being a woman in today's world can be tough being a man in today's world can be tough but being a woman in today's world can be extremely difficult then narrow that down to being a woman of God in today's world narrow that down to being a a mother being a wife being a single woman Uh, there's a lot being a widower a widow Uh, there's so many things that really challenges the title and really challenges who God has created us to be. Can we agree with that? (laughs) It's so true, you know, think about all of the experiences that you deal with, you know, depending on the stages in your life that you might be in, maybe you experienced some sort of loss or a major change. Maybe somebody walked away from you, maybe somebody left you. Uh, Maybe you aren't able to give birth to, you know, uh, maybe there was a failed pregnancy, maybe there's a divorce, you know, in in some cases, it's, it, it can be where you're not even in a bad, like maybe you didn't have a bad experience that's challenging who God has called you to be. Maybe it's, maybe, you know, you have, you feel as if you have everything going great uh, and maybe you're dealing with pride or perhaps you're dealing with uh, arrogance or something else that really is outside of who God called you to be. The reality is, is that the definition, 
this God-designed definition of who we are uh, can be challenged, can be challenged. You know, our understanding of that of, and the way that we accept it and the way that we embrace who God has called us to be, the daughters of glory, you know, the daughters of, of the, the Most High God, though that is challenged every day. Sometimes it's internally and sometimes it's externally challenged, right? So there are things, there are times in our lives where, you know, we are within ourselves uh, very uh, down on ourselves, you know, we feel inadequate, we, we don't feel that we have a certain amount of worth or whatever the case is. It's so many, so many, so many things, right, that challenges who does God say I am that challenges the beauty of who God says I am my past makes me think less of myself my past makes me think less of who God called me to be whatever your situation is this podcast is for you Um, so again there are challenges but I am so grateful are you grateful that you know as many challenges as there are, as many challenges that exist, there are that many more victories and triumphs in that same area. Because why? Jesus Christ is our, our Lord, our Savior. He's the answer. I'm just really excited. So let's dig in further. Uh, again, the great news is that we have a very sure answer in the word of God the Holy Spirit will tell us all the time he tells us all the time when we go to the word of God as soon as we open the book God is there to reaffirm and reiterate who the Lord says we are this is such great news right now is the time that we embrace every day Every day, day in, I don't care what happens, day in, day out, you're, whether you're wrong, you're right, whether you did something, you did right, you did wrong, whatever the case is, every day is an opportunity to embrace and grow in who God has called you to be. And it's very clear. It's very clear in the word. So again, the question is, are you fully embracing who God has made you to be? I'll tell you my personal truth. Every day it's challenged. And not too long ago, (laughs) I definitely was, I I can say that I have, I have been challenged in it. So I asked the question, I asked the question of you, are you fully embracing who God has made you to be? And my response to that question, since I'm keeping it real and transparent, is that there have been times when I have not. But I think I'm at a place in my life, and this is why I can share so passionately on this topic. Like I said, not too long ago, my personal story is, is that thing was challenged. The, 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 uh, my embracing and knowing and really having confidence in and faith in who God has called me to be was extremely challenged. But God is so good. I'm so grateful to be liberated. And I'm so grateful that the chains have been broken. 
Um, and I'm so glad to be out of that season. And I'm so excited to be able to share with you truth and absolute truth about the goodness and the greatness of who God is and who he says that we are. So let's get into it. If you're having a little trouble in this in this area, or, or perhaps you just need a little reassurance, I want to share a few ways that you can reaffirm in your soul, that you can reconnect to, that you can get back to, that you can learn. I mean, maybe some of us just have never ever thought highly of ourselves. That's possible. And it's okay. A lot of times, you know, we have been challenged from the day that we came out of our mother's womb. As a matter of fact, before we even we were even at the point of our conception, although Christ, although Christ called us beautiful in the womb and he created us as goodness, you better believe that the enemy of our souls definitely uh, at conception uh, wanted to challenge even that very goodness of who we who we were so it's not your fault you know it's it's God is good good news okay (laughs) let's get into the good news so here's a few ways that you can really reaffirm in your soul because it is so important that we get this now share this with somebody subscribe even right now share this with somebody Share this podcast. It's important that as many people as possible, as many women and men know this, to know who God says they are. It's time that we get in agreement with God. We don't have to seek. We don't have to be confused. We don't have to die. We don't have to wither away. We don't have to just be uh, just to go from day to day unfulfilled. It is time that we know who we are in Christ, that we know who God says we are and that we agree with it daily, that I agree with who God says I am daily. Let's get into it a few ways. God has created you beautifully. He says it over and over and over in his word. Number one. Uh, one of the, the right off the bat, everybody loves the scripture and you may or maybe you may or may not be familiar with it. Psalm 139. I created you beautifully and wonderfully. Go to Psalm 139. I have created you wonderfully. I knew you. You, you knew me in my in my mother's womb. <laughs> the writer says of Psalm. Go to Psalm 139. He says over and over and over who he has made us and that he's wonder- that he's made us wonderfully. That he knitted us in our mother's womb. Jesus did that. God himself with his hands did that. Do you agree with that? Can you agree with that? Will you agree with it every day? I'm wonderfully made. But there's so much more that he said about us. It's number two, it's time to agree with God concerning who he says you are. That's how we reaffirm in our soul. We literally say, God, I agree with you. Every time the enemy throws something in your brain or every time there's a situation at work where you feel less than or uh, maybe somebody, you know, isn't. Uh, you know, exhibiting a particular behavior towards you and you feeling down about it or whatever it is. 
you combat that very challenge with God I agree with your word you say in your word that I'm wonderfully made you say in your word that I that you created me in my mother's womb number three it's time to practice it it's time to live what God is saying about you it's time to walk in his and his absolute truth fix your crown and embrace who God has called you to be So let me just give you an example real quickly of how I read the word and agree with it and how I pray the word of God. And I'm I'm still doing a lot of learning in terms of how I pray the word of God. Um, It's not difficult, though. And, and, you know, a lot of times people sometimes try to make it seem like they have the absolute (laughs) answer and practice and things of that nature but God is good it's so good to incorporate the word of God because it's what is inspired by God it is what is given to us as his truth so this is how I do Um, I go it can be any scripture um, and you'll learn it you you know the Holy Spirit will lead you through scriptures but let's take for instance um, I love Psalm 107 it says oh give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his compassion and loving kindness endure forever let the redeemed of the Lord say so I go to my journal and that first sentence says let the redeemed of the Lord say so I say, Lord, thank you that I am redeemed. Or I write down and I look in the passage and I literally pull out every word where it describes me. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm redeemed and I say that the Lord, his compassion and loving kindness endures forever. Why? Because it's in the word, because I believe God and I agree with him. It says, uh, and there he has there and there I'm skipping down to to chapter 30 uh, to verse 37 it says you know that they sow fields and plant vineyards and produce an abundant harvest and he also blesses them so that they multiply greatly and he does not let the number of their cattle decrease I apply all of that word to me if you go to Psalm 107 there are so many different descriptions and words um, even in the area where it talks about the children of Israel who were hungry and you know there was a period where of course they were the Lord punished them you know he held them accountable for their disobedience even in that I can relate to that we can relate to that in our own lives but I love to agree with the word where it says he redeemed them and that he established them and that they are abundant. We this is how you read the word and this is how you pray it and believe it and agree with it. So every time that there's a challenge to your to who God says you are, you just go back and say, "Nope. Uh I'm abundant that I produce he that I'm blessed by God, that I multiply greatly, and that God does not let my my any of my any of my inheritance decrease got it try it out guys go to your journals you know make sure you have a a great journal uh maybe maybe if it's not a journal maybe you 
you keep it in your phone and you look at it here and there. The point is, is to agree with God and to get into it. You know, one of the stories that I really love is uh, the story of the Samaritan woman. Perfect example. There's so many different lessons and so many wonderful lessons from the passage about the Samaritan woman. But one that I really, 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 really like is how in John 4, Jesus did not care about her past. He did not um, want her to have any limitations on her vision of how he saw her or how she saw herself. She just he got Jesus wanted the Samaritan woman to be connected to him and to embrace who he said that she was. I just think that this story is beautiful. It said, uh, and now just to give a little context, and of course, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not going to go in full in full depth. But you know, in in John four, the Samaritan woman, what's so important about that, or what's really key, is that the Samaritans uh, were despised by the Jews because, and we know that Jesus was of the Jewish descent. The Jews despised Samaritans because they were Jews who had in, intermarried with non-Jews and followed a heretical religion. So most Jews traveled out of their way to actually avoid Samaria. Well, isn't it amazing that our our Jesus, our Christ, our Savior, um, wanted this Samaritan woman to really know who she was in Christ? He didn't care about her past, about her culture. He didn't care about anything that other people did to limit, to limit, you know, limit her. She knew in her eyes, she said, uh, (laughs) she said, the scripture says, then a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me drink. And the Samaritan woman asked him, like, how is it that you being a Jew ask me? A Samaritan woman for a drink for Jews have nothing to do with Samaritans but Jesus answered her and said if you knew about God's gift of eternal life and who it is who says give me a drink you would have asked him instead and he would have given you living water eternal life and so in that scripture and in the passage in the full passage If you go to John 4, you'll see how Jesus just really wants to connect to her. He wants to bring her into her purpose, into her divine purpose, into her God-designed destiny. Like God wanted her to know who she was to Jesus, the Christ. Not any of those other things that separated Jews from Samaritans. So can you like completely relate to that, right? Like there are some people who are like, well, I didn't go to college or, you know, I'm this race or I'm, you know, this limitation happened or I couldn't do that or I can't do this or he left me and they walked away and they stopped being my friend and you know, all this, all these things, right, that limit us, and we take on and we embrace those lies. Um, We embrace the, the, you know, our past as the way life is, instead of embracing the truth of who God says we are, and who he really called us to be. Can you relate to the Samaritan woman? How, you know, there are some differences where certain people look, look down on you, or 
Again, maybe you're looking on yourself. But here's the thing. It's so important that we fix the crowns of glory that Jesus himself has placed upon us. You know, it is a disservice to our very living and purpose to not embrace our God design, the definition of who God has called us to be. You know, God has created us in his image, in his likeness. So every time we decide to agree with the negative definition or the negative thought about who we we who who the enemy wants us to think we are or who we think we are because sometimes we can't even blame the enemy we have to just be honest and say you know there's this thing this inner thing that I just keep agreeing with my thoughts versus the thoughts of God but there are three or there are several dangers clearly, but there are three that I really want to note and point out. There are three dangers of not embracing who God says, who God says you are. Uh, Number one, if we don't embrace who God says we are, we literally don't please God. (laughs) We displease God when we do this. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says without faith it's impossible to please God you know but without faith it is impossible to walk with God and please him for whoever comes near to God must must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him when we don't embrace who God says we are when we don't agree with God which is to walk with God to walk with God means you agree with him when you don't walk with a person or when you don't walk with with God it just basically means that you're you're not in alignment you're not in agreement with him but if we don't have faith in the and and who God has called us to be and and this is that goes back into embracing without faith without embracing who God says we are then we, we really don't please God you know, because God wants us to agree with him. Doesn't it please you when your child says, mom, or your friend says, you know, I understand what you say. I agree with you. I was wrong. Or I agree with you. You know, we love when people agree with us. Let's, let's get, let's come on. We, you know, some people like to argue, but at the end of the day, you really want somebody to agree with you. You know, it feels good when people get you, when they understand you. It's the same thing with God. So number so again don't the danger of not embracing who God says you are is we don't please God. Number 2, uh we self-inflict harm to our very spirit, which often leads to many more harmful things, you know, when we don't agree with who God says we are, we're inflict we're self-inflicting harm to our own spirits. And it leads to other harmful behaviors. Also, number three, you know, we cannot fully operate in the purpose God himself has called us to. We literally are not in agreement with God. And that's extremely harmful. It's rejecting the fullness of God's goodness and all the benefits of it. So why are we not embracing who God says we are? Why are we letting the distractions of this world, the distractions of the enemy, 
the distractions of what other people say be the definition that we embrace of who God has called us to. No longer, (laughs) I believe that today, my prayer for you today and my prayer for me is that regardless of whatever situation happens, whatever situation comes, whatever happens, and even if nothing bad happens, even if there is no trouble that who we who we the definition of who we are and what we embrace and believe who we are is defined by God that we're led by God that my mind is that I'm not high-minded you know but that I am confidently and trusting in who God says I am I'm not low to the ground I'm not under under the dirt either you know that there's a balanced spirit and that I agree with God so guys I hope that this um, podcast has been helpful to you I pray that we would each you pray for me as well I pray that we all would just embrace now even young girls young boys even at an early age even if you're old in age doesn't matter where you are that you are that you are embracing who the Lord says you are it's so it's time out for you know uh knowing the word reading it but not being it or agreeing with it truly deep down inside so love you guys i pray that this will not be your last time that you tune in i pray that this is um a podcast an episode that is helpful to you did not mean to preach (laughs) but certainly wanted it's something that's so passionate to me and that's so important to me like just embracing who we are and who we are evolving into and not letting our past or anything come between who God says we are and and what we experience daily so I thank you again for tuning in I hope that you'll join me here again. Um, share the Liberated Heart podcast with anyone who may need it. Don't forget to subscribe and rate me on iTunes and Google Play. I'm I'm currently now on iTunes and Google Play. If you would like to reach me, you can contact me at, at Cassandra, that's C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A, at theliberatedheart.com and be sure to visit me at www.theliberatedheart.com again I pray that you will live fully and embrace all that God has purposed for you and I will talk to you soon friends all right God bless and don't forget fix that crown girlfriend and embrace fully embrace who God has called you to be all right bye-bye talk to you soon